Hey friends, you're listening to Hotel Vicarious, a podcast where two friends talk about their favorite TV shows. Right now, we're covering Ted Lasso, and this episode is Midnight Train to Royston. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm kind of freaking out about this episode, and I don't even have anything else I want to talk about. I just want to talk about freaking upsetting this episode. I know. Anything we have to say, we can say afterwards, because I just feel like this was not the episode that I believed was coming. Yeah, I'm a little... um... I'm a little upset. I don't really know what I thought was coming, but like I also did not think it was that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like we have to talk about it immediately. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, there were some really good parts to it, I thought, but there were some parts that really didn't love. Did not love. (laughs) Did not love the choices that were made. By mm-hmm. the writing staff. Did not yeah. love them. Yeah. Still love the writing staff. Did not love their choices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen. We can always have what we want, I guess. It's fine. Just saying. Um. Okay, where are we starting? <laughs> Let's, okay. So, for everyone listening, this is season two, episode 11, Midnight Train to Royston. And a whole bunch of stuff happens. Bad That's stuff. That's a summary. <laughs> Someone tries to steal Sam away. Ted and Sharon have some really serious moments. Some weird ass shit is happening with Roy and Keeley. And Nate, as usual, sucks. Judas. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It was a lot this week. And like, yet... It felt heavier than the funeral episode. (laughs) Yeah, I laughed more during the funeral episode than I did during this episode. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So do we want to just start with Sam and Rebecca? Yes, because they were the least upsetting, strangely, (sighs) even though I'm still extremely Mm. mad that we haven't talked even just a tiny bit about how inappropriate it all is um yeah or the fact that she fucking asks him to stay dumb or that she tells ted and ted doesn't say that it's inappropriate yeah but ted does never does that because we see that when higgins is saying that they should say something to beard about jane like four or five episodes ago ted's like no 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 you don't do that and it's just like yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. you know a bunch of little fucking enablers, <laughs> right? But I mean, I have definitely read some like hot theories on the Twitter that Ted didn't say anything because he's like pining for Rebecca. Oh, 
that's and I was like, mm, cute. But that's mean, not really true. I don't really think no. that's true. No. But you know, I don't. I don't. Or he like he didn't say anything because I don't know. He maybe has feelings for Rebecca and didn't want to seem like he was saying it because he has feelings for her. Mm-hmm. But like that that may be true in his mind, but no one, including the audience or anyone else <laughs> in the show, knows that other than Ted. So like I feel like <laughs> that's a stretch. It. Yeah, I mean I think that'd be playing the real for real long game if that's the case. Yeah, that that seemed a little bit much to me. But I definitely think that he just doesn't think like he, I mean we've seen it. It's he doesn't think it's his place to say anything. Yeah, which I kind of thought was crazy because like that's one of your players yeah like aside from like the fact that she's your boss and she's sam's boss Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just i was really surprised that he was just like oh oh okay yep yep okay (laughs) yeah okay so i I did love, like, I loved that after the season of kind of having the Sam and Rebecca, will they, won't they, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I did love that we got Sam kind of on his own. Yeah. We got Sam being everyone's favorite player in the beginning, though, uh, shoot me, because I do not understand their football schedule if they just lost that big match, and now suddenly they're on a winning streak again. I don't understand. I need someone to talk to me like I'm... 12 and just really dumb it down because I don't I don't get it but super happy that Sam is like being rightfully recognized for how amazing he is yeah for sure and I I loved just the sheer absurdity of the billionaire storyline it was so ridiculous but also I just love Sam Richardson so much hello Richard T. Splett (laughs) so glad you're on my screen again (laughs) um love you so much uh he was great he was so good his timing is as always absolutely perfect but i really i thought like some of those moments were so bonkers crazy that he just was like oh i bought the rest i bought the museum and i bought the restaurant and it's just like what there are moments in the show that it's like the absurdity is taken to such ridiculous levels that i have to just I mean, like, of course. Of course he rents out the museum and hires hundreds of actors. And, of course, he brings a personal chef to cook in the restaurant <laughs> and then has all his friends come. And, like, right. of course he lands his helicopter on the soccer pitch. Like, <laughs> I know it's normal. I know, yeah. That was, but it was funny and it worked and it kind of was, like, a bit of a reprieve from the rest of the episode. Oh, yeah. I really genuinely looked forward to those scenes I, I i thought it was really nice to give sam the spotlight and like i i kind of like the conundrum of if, would he leave or would he stay and i want it to be separate from rebecca though in what sense i just don't i don't i want him to like make this decision because he's a really good player and and it's an interesting career move i don't want him to make this decision because of his boss that he's in love with that's just it's stupid stupid i don't love it uh yeah so if he stays it is for rebecca there's no other reason i won't believe any other reason if he goes i will 50 percent believe it's not for rebecca (laughs) and i will 50 percent believe it is because rebecca won't give him an answer yeah 
I I just can't get over how Rebecca told him, I can't ask you to stay, but I want you to stay. But I can't I give you an answer. I know. But I sign the check that pays you every two weeks. But, like, also, baby girl, if he's no longer on your team, right. then you can fly your private jet right. to Morocco. exactly hang out with your boy toy soccer player boyfriend yeah exactly and like what it's probably like an hour and a half to go from england to morocco yeah that ain't that bad jeez am i googling it yeah (laughs) it's three hours three hours and 35 minutes that's nothing that's like a really shitty traffic day from new york to new jersey right exactly god it's like my commute to and from work so yeah you would think this is a blessing in disguise right except it is bad for rebecca's business yes and by business i mean her actual business and not her lady business which it is also bad for (laughs) yeah no the team would definitely suffer without sam yeah i mean i could see it being a thing where he leaves at the end of the episode and like of like the finale. Uh, he leaves and then in next season, I don't he's back <laughs> somehow. You know what I well, mean? Like I don't know. Couldn't they couldn't they loan him out to to AFC Richmond? I mean the team's not even ready yet right yeah they could i mean that's kind of what that what manchester city did with jamie originally so yeah maybe they could i don't really know that i don't really know the rules for that i know nothing i've forgotten all of the rules for soccer (laughs) it's fine doesn't matter show is hardly about soccer anyway these days there is less football in this show than there is football in friday night lights and there was barely any football in friday night lights (laughs) do you know I was, Friday Night Lights is, you know, it's one of our shared favorites. It is. And I spent so long trying to get my husband to watch. I was like, it's a show about football. Liar. I knew I was full of shit. And we watched the first season. He was like, excuse me, where is it? Where is the football? (laughs) I'm sorry. Gotcha. Episode 19 mud bowl they definitely play they definitely play football so mud ball is the best <sighs> i'm just saying episode. they do play football in friday night yeah. lights they play like a lot less a football in ted lasso <laughs> <laughs> so oh, i got carried away there a little bit talking about friday night lights <laughs> i know god <sighs> tim riggins anyway let's keep going <sighs> are we done talking about sam and rebecca i'm done talking about them I'm annoyed. Yeah, I think I think I kind of am. Yeah. Leslie Higgins is not much. doing his job as HR. <laughs> Poor Higgins, I don't think still knows. I don't think he knows jack shit about what's going on right now, and that is upsetting. Oh, that's very fair, actually. Cause he didn't really seem to understand when Keely said, but Rebecca loves Sam. Uh-huh. Him and Ted definitely did not know what Keely was talking about. And also, she loves Sam. No. God help me. No. I mean, there's things about Rebecca that she loves Sam. (laughs) She loves parts of Sam. (laughs) True. I mean, and valid, honestly. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) We'll see where this goes. I have no predictions on this anymore. No, I'm all predicted out. I really don't know. (laughs) 
I... We'll see where this storyline goes. Speaking of a storyline, actually, that's kind of over. Let's talk about Ted and Dr. Sharon. Yeah, you know, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't think that we were gonna have her leave that way. Yeah, I didn't know she was, like, only... I, I thought she was gonna kind of stay around. Yeah. I... I was surprised that she was, like, leaving or whatever, like, her... I guess is it because their season is wrapping up, basically. So that's why yeah. she's leaving. So maybe she'll be back next next season. Do they take time off? I have no idea. Again, I don't know the no. rules. I wish I knew more. <laughs> I mean, I I could learn. But then where would be the fun in, in knowledge? Dara, we only have one episode left. So yeah, there's no point. There's no point in learning about <laughs> that. I gotta be honest. I am gonna miss her a lot. Me too. I think her ghosting the entire team, though, is just spot on. <laughs> I that love it. surprised me one bit. Yes, I agree. I loved it so much. Yeah, no, I love... Dr. Sharon was legitimately one of my favorite characters from this entire season. Agreed. I really... I liked what she brought to the show. I liked what she brought to the characters that she interacted with. Like, I think her storyline was really great, and I liked that she wasn't perfect, and I liked that she had flaws, and I am... I really hope that we see her next season because I'm definitely gonna miss her if she is gone, so... If we don't get to see any more of her, it was an absolute pleasure to have uh sarah niles on our tv every week yeah she killed it every episode i would love to see her come back even if it's just like a video call yeah like yes ted having a moment and like needing to call dr sharon and she's like yes ted (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) what can i I do for you (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah that would be great that would be so good i am dying to know what was in that letter and I Ugh. think just like Roy's retirement video we're never gonna see it but I know I don't know if 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 you have watched the show The Office yes in the Christmas episode when Jim gives Pam the teapot I believe mm. that there's a note in the teapot and it was a letter that John Krasinski had written to Jenna Fisher uh, and she hasn't ever revealed what the note was but it was a note to him to her from him and so her reaction in like reading the note was genuine and I just feel like there had to be something in that letter to like not to say that Jason Sudeikis can't just like you know fake reading a letter and being moved by it but (laughs) his reaction was just so genuine and just so it was great so good <laughs> it was so good i and i i loved how calm she was i love how easy it is for her to like yeah and maybe not easy but it's just very like it's a natural thing for her to be able to handle those sorts of tantrums yeah and i love that he like very clearly was like put in his place when he read the letter i loved that yeah that was that was really great especially because he was so mad he was so mad so mad but like still like carrying her bike upstairs and i loved that little moment where he was like i knew it would travel down the hallway better if it was folded up (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah that was great and the whole like scene at the bar with them at the bar it was just it was great it really was i loved it and I, I I mostly just love that they seem to have such a natural friendship now. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But I did also love that he left her high and dry. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute. And I love that she was like, oh, like I stole my move. Yeah. 
<laughs> I love that. That was really But I fun. did. It was great that he gave her the little green man. I know. It's so cute. Yeah, that was really good. I liked that. But I also loved May's moment of, here, I poured you a drink without that shit in it. Like... <laughs> Yes. And I also ha- loved how she was like, what is this army man? Like, it meant yeah. nothing to her. Nothing to her. <laughs> no. Which was also kind of funny in a way because it was just like Sharon being like, okay, Ted. Yeah. And it's it's one of those funny things where it's like the show introduced us to the like army men. Yeah. But hasn't really done the best job of introducing it to the characters in the show beyond... Rebecca and Rebecca and Sam, Roy? I guess. I guess he gives one to Sam, right? That's right. He does give one to Sam. And Sam's like, ooh, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no thank you. Don't need a reminder of American imperialism. Right, exactly. Thank you. And then, though I have to say at the end of the whole sort of scene with Ted, when he gets that text or series of texts... <sighs> From Trent, Krim, I'm just like, who does he go to? Because Sharon's gone. So does he go to Rebecca? I know. And does he go to anyone? Like, this is the thing that I worry about with Mm. Ted. Is Ted going to talk to Nate privately? Is he going to talk about it? Like, yeah. Is it going to be something that becomes a public thing? Like, obviously, the article's going to go live. And so he's not going to be able to hide no food poisoning anymore but is he gonna is he gonna rat out nate i don't know i don't know that he would rat out nate but i think i think he will i think i think nate is getting fired well i sure hope so i feel like either you know ted's gonna fire him or rebecca is gonna come to ted's defense and fire him or he's going to quit. Or, you know, maybe Ted mm-hmm. tells him he knows it's him and he quits. Like, you know, yeah. maybe that's what it is. And um, if that is the direction that Nate takes, I would appreciate that more. To be like the adult about it and be like, this is what I did and I'm not happy here anymore and I got to go. Instead of being a little weasel. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Ugh. true. I don't know. I just feel like. I feel like Nate is going to be gone one way or the other from the, like, at the end of this this season, like, in the finale, I really feel, this is my only prediction that I feel pretty confident on, is that Nate is going to be gone. Some way or another, he's going to be gone, and next season, he's going to come back as the coach of Rupert's new team. Yeah. Yes. That is my one prediction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we sort of talked about this, oh my god, so many episodes ago. I know. going to be the one that rats out Ted. Yeah, you had brought that up so long ago when we saw Trent Krim ask him about that food poisoning thing. So do you think that Nate told him that long ago? Well, Nate didn't know that long ago. Oh, right. Nate found out when they were... At Wembley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, still. Yeah. I am glad that, that Trent did you know i mean listen breach of ethics for sure you don't really journalism 101 bro you're not supposed to share your sources but (laughs) i'm so glad he did it (laughs) i know i know because i think i know and i know what they were going for because like they're trying to i don't know they're trying to like i guess show some sort of like trent has some sort of respect for ted after all this time and blah 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 for sure but still (laughs) I know. But also, like, is that really, like, a story that's, like, is wow. is that, a, like, a story that is going to, like, make the headlines? 
Come on. I'm trying to think. I mean, if that were to happen here, if a coach were to walk off during a football game or a baseball game or a mm. whatever, yeah, I think it'd probably make Maybe. the news here. Maybe. We'll see. If it was because they had a panic attack, that I could see that being news. Yeah, maybe. But that's because we have a real fucked up idea of mental health in, in this country, <laughs> I was going to so. say, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, wow, Nate sucked hard this episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about how much Nate sucked as we go into our next little narrative analysis. Listen, we've always known that Nate has had a crush on Keely because we all have crushes on Keely. That's a normal thing. Right. But like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Keep your mouth to yourself. I know, but isn't this like tale as old as time? For sure. It's like, you know, the girl tries to make this guy sort of seemingly the nice guy mm-hmm. seem better. You know, she tries to help him be better. She tries to pump up his confidence. She tries to be a good friend. He's like, you are nothing to me but a thing I must possess. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Classic. It is so gross. You know? Just ugh. and I, I knew it was coming. That's the worst part. Like it's, it's like when you know that the jump scare is coming and you're like constantly hiding behind your eyes. Yeah, it was very. It was clear that that's what was building. Yeah, and also like Keely is such a friendly, like loving person that like it's easy for someone like Nate to misinterpret that due to his systemic misogyny yeah yeah this is why the dude spits on himself when he's trying to hype himself up like what the fuck so it felt violently gross in this episode more than any other episode yeah yeah it was a lot it was too much it was too much and then it also sort of like i don't know it sort of just Everything about Keely, I think, at that point got very, like, she got a little insecure about a lot of things. Yeah. And I, I totally, I, I have been missing Keely in this season. I feel like a lot Me of too. her stories were obviously propping up Rebecca, were propping up Roy, and, like, I wanted her to have more of her own moment. And so having the Vanity Fair article about her, you know, savviness and about yeah. being a career woman I mean I thought that was amazing I really liked that I really liked that direction that they were going in I thought it was it, it I mean it felt like a little bit too late and like a little bit like I would have I would have liked this a little bit more earlier on agreed but I I did really like it <laughs> but I feel like it kind of just got completely overshadowed <laughs> overshadowed and kind of demolished yeah it was it was really and okay so to briefly pause on keely obviously we had roy Mm. going to pick up phoebe and there was a miscommunication so then he's with the school teacher Mm. (laughs) and i you know it it, Uh, i hate it so much it just was it came a little out of nowhere Okay, I, okay, as much as I hate it, I'm going to say I don't think that it came out of nowhere. No, no, no. I think I knew that she had a thing for him. Yeah, because I think I the last. I think that it was going to be reciprocated. Agreed. Because the last time he saw her, I got a vibe. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. I got a vibe the last time he saw her, but not from him. 
Right. Only from her. That was the thing that really threw me was like he was he was looking for a reason to stick around. Yeah. And then I the time before that, which I think was what, episode one? When he's coaching the girls football and yes. he's swearing at them. Even then I she had kind of felt like there's a bit of a thing, but I kind of just like brushed it off because I was like, no, that's dumb. Why would they do that? Well, and to me, it's also like, of course, the young single school teacher thinks that Roy Ken is like this attractive, cool person. That makes sense. Right. I know. Except I forget that every single thing in the show Ted Lasso is intentional. Every yeah. single thing. Even things that we did not think were, everything, single thing is intentional. So when the, he like started to just like keep hanging around at the school I was just like how fucking dare you how dare you well and like it's kind of lazy no to if you're gonna give conflict to a couple it has to be because of another person to me, that's a smidge. Yeah. You know. So the thing is, like, I'm not actually sure that the conflict was with her. I think it was more like Roy's internal conflict being like, she asked me if I was married and I just said no. Which, I mean, I don't know. What a man thing to do. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and like, does that? And then I was trying to be like, okay, well, so then he goes home. And he has mm-hmm. this amazing conversation with Keely and he tells her, you know, she, he just like pumps her up so much and he just like, and so that makes me think like, yeah, he does love her. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then we get downstairs and <laughs> she tells him about Nate and he's just like, oh, that must have been awkward. Like he's not even faced by it. Yeah. That was a great response. And then he says this, and then he tells her that he didn't say anything when the teacher asked him if he was married. And I, I'm almost wondering in this moment, I know we talked about this before we started recording, but I'm just thinking in this moment right now, was that Roy getting ready to tell Keely that he wants to be married to her? And Keely goes, hey, by the way, Jamie told me he's in love with me still. Yeah, I, I, you know, you and I were talking about this. I was like, shit, either they're going to break up or they're going to get engaged. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's where the directions I see it going. Yeah. Because, like. Like, I just had, in this moment, was like, oh, shit, maybe that's what Roy was going to follow on with is, like, oh, I didn't tell her. And it is, like, because he feels like they're married. He feels like they should be married. Like, I just, I honestly just now was like, oh, maybe that's what he meant. And then Keel was just like, yeah it, it, oh man bad timing keely but also she was just trying to be honest with him because she told him that thing about nate she didn't want to not tell him about what jamie had said but also then like neither of them said anything to like follow up with that so like what the heck guys it it, i mean i mean i know there was photographers around but i just thought it was a little too convenient but Okay. It was just a rough way to go. Yeah. This episode was just a roller coaster of emotion. Yeah, mostly down. It's mostly just down and then down. And then, you know that feeling when you get to the peak of a roller coaster and then you just, and it's Uh just like, ooh. It was just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Your stomach goes into your yeah, nose. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's it. Just we just kept going function. down and down and down into hell. 
Uh, we got so, yeah, we were a little spoiled with Ted and Sharon, and then For sure. everything just came crumbling, and I just don't know. I know. I don't know what the, se- I don't know what the finale is going to bring us. Oh, I, I honestly, I have no idea. I really don't know anymore. I know Nate is going to get fired or quit. That's all <laughs> I know. Because, like, I just don't think he'll, he can stay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Ooh. Outside of all of that craziness, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Outside of all of those things, it was definitely the in sync choreography, dance lesson, football practice. <laughs> yeah, that was a beautiful thing. And I love it even more because Sudeikis has done the bye 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 dance on SNL several times. Like several times yeah. now, right? Yeah. So I really loved yeah. that. And I genuinely loved watching. Oh my God. I was just going to say that. I was like, um, hey. He got so uh, into Phil it. Dunster, if you decide that you wanted to be like a pop singer, yeah, I'm down with that. <laughs> he was so good. I mean, it so was good. really something. So good. <laughs> and I loved Beard taking over. At the very yeah. end, and like getting them through it, and then he's like, "That was it." I know. Like, it was so perfect. Great. Um, and Danny just looking so proud of himself, having like successfully done it. So great. Truly. What about you? I really liked Colin in this episode, and I kind of don't understand much about that beginning moment where he's like in his car and he's saying to Sam, like, wish me luck. Yeah. Because I don't think he was like, wish me luck getting out of this goddamn parking lot in this car that I clearly can't drive. But watching the like 47 point turn. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was really good. My husband was like, they brought in a Lamborghini to do that. Right. (laughs) Like, what an obscene, yeah. like, in-your-face use of, yes. you know. And, like, is that's not content. even the first Lamborghini he owned, wasn't it? What Didn't he own one in season uh, one and he put his keys into the into the fire, into the can of fire thing? And he, like, <laughs> what a, such a dummy. What a um, dummy. Yeah, no, that was really him. quite funny. I am kind of bummed we didn't get to see his birthday party. Oh, yeah, I am too. His, sorry, quote, Yes, unquote, his fake birthday party. party. Dr. Sharon's going away yeah. party. Yeah, I know. That would have that would have been good. Yeah, it's too bad. But like, oh gosh. I can't believe we're at the final episode. Season finale. I know. It kind of went by really fast. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm ready. Oh yeah, me too. I'm I'm quite ready. <laughs> I I'm, I'm ready, ready for something new. So, listeners, if there's if there's more than one of you. There's dozens of you. Dozens. We have come up with a tentative schedule to get us Mm -hmm. to december 19th when the witcher season two drops on netflix so we have some exciting things planned for you all yes very exciting things planned and we will be posting our schedule for the next couple of weeks maybe the next five four to five weeks on instagram and twitter so you can catch us there and yeah we are you're looking forward to it we've got some some exciting new movies that are coming up that we're gonna talk about mm-hmm. we've got a couple of i don't know what would you say like classic favorites that are dear to our heart mm-hmm. classic seasonal yes. favorites yeah yes. exactly and yeah we are and then we'll finish it off with um a recap of the witcher season one so that will be a super mega episode um uh, because we'll be doing yeah. the entire season in one podcast 
the densest yeah. Netflix show to ever exactly. exist. Um, we'll probably just talk about our top sort of our top moments from season one. We'll sort of catch ourselves back up as to what happened in season one and where did they leave us. Yeah, we'll be doing some rewatching. Yes, for sure. So yeah, so we're looking forward to that. And yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun fall people i really think it is it's gonna be a good time it is all right jenny so we've been talking a lot about what we've been vibing with lately but you know the world is a kind of wonky crazy weird disturbing place so i think what we should really be talking about are the things that we just can't stop thinking about sure hit me okay i'm gonna have to bring this up because i gotta read it out loud but this tweet has been basically ruining my life all week. I don't know how many of our listeners are just online, but I got to talk about the man who must continue working for his bird wife. Yes. This story is about Walnut, the crane who fell in love with her zookeeper after she's already murdered, allegedly, some other cranes that she was paired with in order to mate. I just like really gotta, I gotta talk about it. I gotta talk about it. Okay, tell me. This, this crane thinks that she's in love with this man. And she does the mating dance. And because it's so essential that we repopulate the world with these cranes, he does the mating dance back. And they have five baby crane birds together. <laughs> and I just think that that's a twisted combination of beautiful and horrifying. It should be noted that the crane was artificially inseminated by other male cranes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I left that. This is not <laughs> a crane shifter uh, romance novel. <laughs> just so we know. Okay. I just, I just, I feel like this poor man might regret becoming a crane keeper. Like, this is it now. Because these little birds mate for life. And he's only in his, like, 40s. And she's only in her 30s. So there's a long way to go. I mean, talk um, about job security, can, like, Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. You're set for life. I just- I just can't. I can't. They do the mating dance like five times a week. Do you think his... Even though she doesn't need to mate anymore. Do you think his performance review is based solely on how many offspring she has a year now? (laughs) I just feel like there's like a line that... I just... I can't. One of his goals in his like quarterly review is how many times he's like done the mating dance. Which includes like rubbing legs and I don't I don't know. I can't he think has about to, like, it for too long. Flap but I around also over can't think about it. Like, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh what has to happen in your life for you to become a crane husband? <laughs> Listen, there are some girls out there that can't get their men to commit and this man Dang commit to a bird. Yep. Walnut, she's a pretty lucky lady. <laughs> she really is. Oh, God. It's painful. So what about you? Can you top that? <laughs> I can't stop thinking about how Mark Zuckerberg lost $7 billion and he's still fucking rich. Oh, God. That's a bummer. Yeah. But um, yeah. also, I can't stop thinking about how Facebook is so dumb that they needed someone to come in and cut the door off of their building because they have no fucking keyholes. How do you run a business like that? How do you run a fucking business where you have no goddamn keyholes, you have no keys, and you can't get into your own building to reboot your <laughs> server to open your fucking doors? Yeah. Uh, I am real pro whistleblower here. Oh, me too. I loved everything about yesterday. I would like to never have to use Facebook ever again. (laughs) 
I know. Yeah, it was a lot. The theories going around Twitter were just, like, amazing. I think my favorite, my favorite, favorite, favorite tweet that I saw of all time yesterday was just a picture of the sign at Facebook with a big old Spirit of Halloween graphic just pasted right on top. Oh, my God. That was my absolute favorite picture because... Yeah, how quick do those Spirit of Halloween things pop up out of nowhere? I love it. It's my favorite time of year when I see the Spirit of Halloween. Honestly, we had one pop up in July. And listen, if that debt ceiling in the U.S. doesn't get itself sorted out, well, then I feel like the White House is going to become a Spirit of Halloween by next year. So Yeah, that would be interesting. First first Spirit of Halloween to have a gold toilet. (laughs) Though I assume Biden probably (laughs) removed it. He probably doesn't want to put it... No, it's true. He is still a capitalist. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, this got hot. Okay, where can they find us, Daria? Hey guys, you can find us at hotelvicarious.com. You can email us at hotelvicarious at gmail.com. And you can also find us on social, Twitter, Instagram, and unfortunately, Facebook. Username (laughs) at hotelvicarious. Well, listeners, This has been Hotel Vicarious, and we thank you so much for checking in with us.